Almost Daily Devotional, Contentment and Wealth. Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Almost Daily Devotional. Cliff Ravenscraft here and today we're going to be talking about contentment and wealth. And the question is, are those two things mutually exclusive? All right, how many of you out there have heard the Bible, heard or know the Bible verse that says, uh, money is the root of all evil? You guys know that one, right? Well, if you do, if you think you know that, you're wrong. <laughs> that was a horrible way to start off an almost daily devotional. Uh, but but it, uh, can I just say that a lot of people believe that the root of money, uh, the root, the money is the root of all evil. But it's actually the love of money is the root of all of all evil. It's when it's see money is not something that is bad. It is it is money is something that is a tool. It's kind of like I remember a day back. Uh, gosh, several. It's probably been a, at least a year ago now. Somebody once said there was this guy on the um, oh the Catalyst podcast that I listened to used to listen to. And he, he went on and on about Twitter, and he says Twitter is, is evil, and nobody should tw- Twitter. And it's like, no, Twitter is a tool. You know, um, you know maybe some of, the, some of the practices that people do on Twitter, maybe some of that is a little bit uh, contrary to, to life by the Spirit. But, but no, Twitter is not bad, and, and money is not bad either. You know, the problem is, is that when we fall in love with so, money so much that we put all of our faith and all of our trust in money. And can I just admit to you that I am one of those guys. I I struggle with the love of money uh, on, a, on a regular basis. I struggle with it because I, I have some kind of some kind of disconnect between what my heart knows to be true and what my mind believes. My mind believes that if I am financially well-to-do, then I am secure. That if I were, you know, that if only, and, and tell me this, this doesn't resonate with you. If only I had, you know, six months of my income in an emergency account, I would feel better. Uh, my life, would, life would be so much more manageable. Yeah, and, and okay, so let's just let's just for a second say that I did that. So let's just say I have six months of my income set aside in a and not a, not just in a savings, but in a money market account. It's available to me anytime, day or night. All right. Now, w- life would be so much better if not only did I have enough to cover all of my expenses, but I also had enough left over for some of the you know, some of the extras, you know, something that, that I could just go and, and just enjoy a, a, a family movie on the weekend and not worry about, you know, whether or not the money's going to fit into the budget or what's going to have to be. If only I just had, a you know, at least a couple hundred extra bucks each month to just be able to just do whatever the family wants to do. Uh, if only I had, let's just assume that was true. Let's just assume I had that. And then let's say, if only I had enough money to where I knew that the college situation was all taken care of for three kids. You know, not not that I think that everybody has to go to college, but let's just assume that all three kids wanted to go into a career and felt led by God to go into a career that requires a college education. 
and I don't want them to have to work full time for the whole thing. Let's just assume that they're going to go to college. It, wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it be so much easier to sleep at night and just to to enjoy life if all three, if the money for all three college uh, tuitions were going to be there? That there there was a solid plan in place so that when they reach the college age, the money is there. It, you know, and and what about retirement? You know, or not that I ever plan on retiring. Trust me, I I, I just not I don't I don't personally buy into the idea that when I'm 65, I'm done you know, d- done providing, you know, and, and I don't work for employers or anything like that. I, 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 I'm self-employed. And so I, I see myself always doing something that will be meaningful work. But let's just say, you know, at the time, you know, I hit 65, wouldn't it be nice to know that I've got money put away and, and, and wouldn't it be nice to have all this money? And, and the more I think of it, what about if I had an extra you know, I had all this health insurance, but I still had all the money in the HSA account. I would sleep so much better. And and I sometimes strive for all of those things. And, and can I just say that I don't think planning for all that stuff is bad either. I, I don't. I think, in fact, I think it's wise to be a steward of your money and, to, and, and stuff like that. Now, some of it may be excessive. And we, if you go back to the episode before this, you know, the, you know, do you really need some of these things that you, you know, we strive for and 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 when there is hungry people in the world that we could be serving and stuff but the question is where does god fit into the picture of my retirement you know and 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 let's just say i have all that money you know and 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 you know i i i have friends i i have fr- yeah i do believe it or not i have one or two i have these friends now but i have friends that i know who have lost a loved one who have lost a spouse to an illness you know what? There's not enough money in the world to save that from happening. I know I know friends that have lost children in car accidents. You know what? No money in the world protects you from that. Um there there are so many different things. It's, why in my mind do I have this idea that money equals security, money equals happiness? You know, and and why do I why do I have sub, such a love affair with money? And see, it's it's not necessarily money is evil because money is not evil. The love of money is evil. You know, it's it's not necessarily like let's just say that there's this beautiful girl that I let's just say I work somewhere else and at the office there's this beautiful woman. You know, it's it, it's like you know she she's very attractive. You know, the fact that I work with with a physically attractive woman. There's nothing wrong with that. Being in love with her, a little bit of an issue, you know, because my wife might not think that's too cool. And so in the same way, being in love with money and turning to money for your for your security, for your satisfaction, for your happiness, for your joy, seeking, seeking uh, all of these things in money and falling in love with it, that means that you're not turning to God for those things. And that is where the problem is. This is the root of all evil. It says the love of money is the root of all evil. Now, let me tell you what 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 10, 6 through 10 says. It says this, But godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into the world, and we can take nothing out of it. But if we have food and clothing, we will be content with that. 
People who want to get rich fall into temptation, which by the way, temptation is not sin. So people who who get who want to get rich, they're going to fall into temptation. That does not mean that people who want to get rich will be sin, will fall will absolutely sin. All right? They will fall into a temptation and there are traps. You know, it says and a trap and it says they will fall into temptation and into a trap and to into many foolish and harmful desires. Okay, the, so, so far, as, notice it's not saying that these are all sin. It is saying these are temptations, these are desires, and these are the same des- desires that actually do plunge men into ruin and destruction. All right, now, it's not necessarily that you're going to fall into that, but I'll tell you what, if that's the path of somebody who desires to get rich, and that is their primary goal and their focus, um. You know, that sure, I, I see that that's a dangerous path. You know, what about this contentment? You know, just to, you know, I have food and I have clothing. What more does a man need? You know, it's like, well, okay, well, here's a bunch of other things I want. You know, and, and so the question becomes, am I content with what's been provided for me? And then it says in verse 10, it says this, for the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. And it's not the root of all evil, by the way. I, I was actually even wrong in saying that. It's the, it's the root of all kinds of evil. Uh, some people eager for, mo- for money have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. All right? So there we go. Trust in money, trust in God. That's the real question here. Now, how do I know that contentment is not much, much, and, and being rich is not mutually exclusive. Well, first of all, there were people in that that Paul was instructing Timothy to teach that says, "Listen, there are some of your the people who are in the community of faith. These are believers in Christ who are wealthy. All right? They're rich. And this is what Paul told Timothy to teach those people. He says, "Listen, command those who are rich in this present world not to be arrogant." nor to put their, and here's the key word, not to put their hope in their wealth, okay? Because, number one, it's so uncertain is what Paul says. He says, but instead, put their hope in God is what they should be doing. God who richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. Command them to do good, to be rich in good deeds, and to be generous and willing to share. In this way, they will lay up treasures for themselves as a firm foundation for the coming age so that they may take hold of the life that is truly life. So I just want to say that as a person who really desires to build up some wealth and to to not live paycheck by paycheck and to, to really see a little bit more uh leeway in between what the budget says and to to put some money away for an emergency fund because you know rainy days are going to happen and i don't want to always have to lean into the church or or to to other people i i really want to be responsible and a good steward of my money and finances and i want to be able to give you know but the thing is is do i trust god and am i content with what i have and you know godliness with contentment is great gain god bless you all we'll talk to you soon